question I have to ask you guys. Oh my. Because so I've, I've, I've seriously been giving this some thought. And I've oftentimes wondered if I knew then what I know now, would I still make that same decision? Could I be trusted to make a better decision? So if you can go into the past to correct one mistake that you've made. You don't have to say what it is, but just think about it. But if you can go back into the past, talk to your younger self and stop yourself from making that mistake, what would you say? And what do you think those actions after that would come? Like, how do you think things would differ? All right. Can I say my answer? You don't have to. You don't you have sure. to. But, but, you're willing. But, okay. So I will go back and tell myself to continue to work out. Mm. And awesome. the reason being, I mean, obviously, to be in better shape than I am now, obviously. But also, like, bro, when I was working out every day, day in, day out, like, I also went out and did other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I had the energy. To go mm-hmm. out and do other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. now, I be wrestling around with my kids and stuff like that. And, like, bro, I be out of breath. Like, just to do that differently, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, would be tremendous to my lifestyle. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? The way I am with my kids and stuff like that. So. Okay. So, real quick, just a follow-up question. Do you think that would have... Because you've seen the movie The Butterfly Effect, right? If you go back in time, step on a butterfly, things change. Mm-hmm. What changes do you think would make to your current timeline? Or do you just stay on the same timeline? Do you think that's like a big enough uh, event to change the whole outcome of who you are right now? Possibly. I could be, I could have went further with football. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And then yeah. in case, if I would have kept working out when I was young, I'm not talking about when in college, bro. I'm talking yeah. about like, Way I barely did football workouts. Mm. You know, I'm talking about when I was like peewees, midgets age. Yeah. I might have I been, I might have went to a D1 college instead of, you know what I mean? Mm. Okay. Okay. And that would have put us on a totally different spin. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, that's it. Who knows? If I would have kept working out, I might have been taller. You know what I mean? <laughs> went to the league. You know could've what I mean? Been taller. Like, if I would have taken care of myself, I could have. I could have went to the league or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Even in college, when I was big, I was still fast for my size. Yeah, and don't get don't get a twist. I, I got I got a little bit in me left <laughs> when yeah. I need it. It's down in the tank. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I just if I honestly that could change my entire life. Mhm, mhm. Which is also scary because I love my kids. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. All right, Hugh, what, what, what you got? What you got? Uh, mine is very similar, actually. Um, I thought about this for quite a few years. You know, I was just wondering, because like, not only could an event change, but, you know, something could happen now where you get amnesia and you just jump right back into that past moment. Like, oh, I need mm-hmm. to go to basketball practice. Hubie, you don't do that anymore. Well, why not? You know, I would just do it. 
And so one of the big things is I would have I would have not focused so much on relationships because I you know young guy hopeless romantic for a bit got my heart broken quite a few times and it it kind of didn't hold me back but I if I had focused and forced myself to love the sport of basketball yeah I could be crying in my mansion right now um it would have been big enough to <coughs> influence money and help keep you know my family together uh, physically and monetarily and maybe pay for some health bills I've already thought through that part, but what I what I was concerned about was like if I know now what I knew then, or if I knew then what I know now, how would I convince all of you that we were friends? How would I convince Abby that we were supposed to get married? How would I convince some of the the acting prospects like that? No, I, I'm supposed to work with you. Let's let's do this. Like how could I continue to have the good parts of this life? And I don't think I could. I think. If I chose that life, everyone else around me would be happy, but I would be emotionally stunted uh, relationship wise. I would be alone because I would have to force myself to be because basketball was if you do that, if you focus on one thing, you can succeed. And I was already pretty dang close, in my opinion. I had a lot of help, a lot of camps, a lot of connections, and it just kind of fizzled out because I didn't love it. And if I had just been like, hey, focus, I could be a very young billionaire, millionaire now. Would I be as happy? Definitely not. Um, I can't say that, actually. Money doesn't buy happiness, but it does buy a lot of things that can make you happy, like food. Uh, sorry. Mm. <laughs> I say that all the time. Hey, if I win the lottery I, right now. I agree, because if, if I become a millionaire tomorrow, we going around the world just trying different food. We I just, tonight. We you know me. <laughs> like, yo, where where we go? We go, we go in the ramen shop first, an actual ramen shop over in Japan. Let's okay. go. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. Let's let's taste it. Uh, that's that's one. That's the main thing I think I would have changed um, if I knew then what I know now. Other than that, I think it would just be financial literacy. If I could have taught myself that a little bit younger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. That's a good one. What about you, Q? Yeah. If I knew then what I know now, Quincy would have focused more. Quincy wouldn't have made certain connections with people who were unsavory, i.e. older cousins. I'm not, I don't want to speak on that situation too much, but I definitely looked up to my older cousins. I wanted to be like them. Mm-hmm. And so what they did, I tended to do. Quincy would have stopped himself from looking up to one person in specific. And Quincy, that Quincy, he was... Quincy y'all met at that time was holding on to this ideal or idea of what family was. So if family said jump, Quincy's saying how high, even though Quincy's his own person now. But at that time, like I was very independent and didn't really need too much. But the family thing, I felt like I owed them something. So like I, I, blood. Yeah, so I, I tended to listen to them more so than I listened to myself. You know, once they start calling and, you know, everything is, things aren't going as smoothly as it could be at home. You know what I mean? Especially, like, during the time in college. Like, it's like, bro, I'm, I'm here, but I, I need to be there. I definitely need to be there because they need my help. Like, I, I got to get there. And things, I think things would have still been fine. You know what I mean? I think it was just one of those moments or a bad day that they would have every so often. And then to call and like kind of put that emotions on me, like I felt like I needed to. And I wouldn't have messed around with or experimented with uh, alcohol and pills. I hear that. Um went definitely down a dark path with that and that led to one of the reasons why i was so heartless at college well i wasn't heartless but you know shields walls yeah didn't really too much care about that but all that stuff could get retconned um i don't know i think that'd be like a cataclysmic uh Next event. event. 
And uh, so I, I, that would change a lot of things. I'll probably be super unhappy. It'd probably still be like, I wouldn't know as much about myself as I do now. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have grown into this person and understood that, yo, I, I'm human, but I'm not human. Does that make sense? No. Like, I'm so much beyond. I'm Like, as people, as us three gentlemen, we are so far beyond just the scope or the understanding of what a human is. You know what I'm saying? Like, a human is, oh, you know, you're weak. If you look back at your life, like I do so often, and think of everything that you shouldn't have made it out of, but somehow you did, like, it's just crazy. It's a truly amazing thing to be human, but above a human. So, um, yeah, that's it. Speaking of being retcon, <laughs> I was just about to say that, bro. <laughs> Speaking of being retcon, today we are talking about 2021's Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. The. Suicide yeah, you gotta put the. Yo. How are everybody doing today? Yo, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of stuff to talk about with this movie. Uh, this will be a spoiler. This will be a spoiler if you have not seen Warning. the movie. Spoilers ahead. Uh, go back, go back, go back. No, no. If you are here, then obviously you heard the non-spoiler review and either are intrigued about what we could possibly have to say and why it is an 8 rating from the Dope Nerds. Welcome back to the show. Um, I got Hugh with me. I got Irv with me. The whole squad is here. It is a beautiful day here in the neighborhood of the Dope Nerds. We'd like to welcome all of you people. Young, old, doesn't matter. Ugly, beautiful. Everybody's beautiful. But hey, now me, Shawty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that, that, that's 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 perfect. That, that, I'm glad you did not miss that opportunity. <laughs> uh, first, this movie was... we would like to. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm just... sorry. I'm excited. Go. Ahead. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, no. I'm... He was definitely. He has been chomping at the bits because this, in the second time in Dope Nerd's history, that we are all caught up on something at the same time, which is lovely. First, first and foremost, it was Hugh at first that was always behind, and then it was me, and then Irv is always like 50 steps ahead of us with everything that we're doing as far as watching anime together. He, he's, he's that relation, he's that dude in the relationship that you guys start to show at the same time. He's gonna finish it while you're sleeping. <laughs> he did. Matter of fact, that's what happened with this movie. We, we were like, all right, we're gonna watch it together at three. He's like, oh, I already saw it. How? <laughs> I was up at 1 a.m. I just watched it. Bro. <laughs> Bro. Hey, listen, listen, listen. There's so much to talk about. So much to talk about with this. When oh, I yes. saw it at 1 a.m. because y'all want to sleep, I don't know why. Like, who needs sleep? I mean, technically we don't, but like, I, I kind of like it a little hey. bit. Hey. Yeah, no, sleep is, uh, sleep it's is essential. I can trap all day. I can sleep when I die. Instead of the man who wrote eight pages of notes again. Yes. Um, hey. But before we get too far into this, uh, I would like to welcome all of you people, you beautiful people, you beautiful souls, to the Dope Nerd Gang. We are, again, the Dope Nerds. We thank you for listening, tuning in wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Whether it be on your way to work, while you're showering, while you're working out, doing yard work, working out, just have to thank you guys for tuning in. We greatly we appreciate it so much. Why are you doing jutsus? <laughs> while you're doing jutsus, whatever you're practicing your cosplay. Hey, the, thanks for tuning in. Oh, speaking of, the dope nerds will be at a comic con eventually. I don't okay. know which one. I don't know which one. More I don't know. Soon. More coming soon. I do. I didn't tell you. Uh, one, my friend works at a couple nearby to me. I just didn't want to tell y'all. We got to go, bro. We got to go. 
Gotta go. I'm gonna shout her out when she yeah. allows me to. Yeah, you know what? We should go as the Suicide Squad. Uh, I'm I'm definitely doing Will Smith. I'm sorry, retconned or not. Let's discuss. Let's discuss some of these characters. Okay. Some. Okay. Let's, let's start with your. Let's start. Let's start with the first character they show. Let's start with the first five because they last five minutes. So, so before y'all watched it, which ones like obviously you knew in a Suicide Squad movie, not everybody's gonna make it, right? Yes. Which ones yeah. did you feel was going like you kind of like knew like he ain't gonna last long or she ain't gonna last long? Um, actually, I expected them. Well, the Javelin, that dude, I knew he wasn't about to make it. <laughs> okay, it was just righteous. When when Harley Quinn turned to him and said, "Ooh, I like your accent," he was like, "American girls, this they all love the accents." It's like, yeah, because we don't have them. Right. And I'm like, he's about to die. He's gonna die. <laughs> I thought he was gonna die because I thought Joker was gonna show up and smash his head in. So, yeah. um, and plus, like before the movie even came out, James Gunn did make a tweet saying, "Don't get too attached." Yeah, <laughs> he did. Wow. Well, okay. So there's one character who I knew was gonna live, and when they, when they <laughs> deplaned, I will say, oh, no, this is a spoiler one. When they jumped from that damn plane, I was like, wait. Can that thing swim? And then they, <laughs> they, they, they killed off my boy Weasel. I was like, there's no way he's dead. There's no way. And through the whole movie, I was still in disbelief. And at the very end, I was like, ah, you see? You see? I, I knew it. He was the only one I thought was going to survive anyway. Well, I mean, besides Harley. What do y'all think about Weasel? How they did him? He's so uh, Well, the, the thing that's is cool is, like, in the comic books, there's two versions of Weasels. Right? There's... Uh, I think his name is John Monroe. I think yeah. that's what I wrote down in my notes. And, you know, he dressed up as a weasel. He's a enemy of Firestorm. Yep. So, and he has shark claws. He tried to kill professors at the, hey. uh, what is it? In, in Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, about it. Yeah, because yeah, we're you, home of the liking Did you think that he was, like, kind of, like, like, Tweaky, you, you're soft. You're soft, bro. He really started killing people because they made fun of him in college. Yeah. Like, come on now. That By you're, comparison, you're that's gangster. That's gangsters. <laughs> let let that go, bro. Oh. Which I, I mean, I'm like, all right. Yo, he went it to is, Stanford. Oh my god. Yeah. And he was like afraid of other people getting tenure, so he just started killing people. Like that's soft. That toughen up, bro. Wow. Yeah, you say that to the weasel. Go ahead. Say it. Say it. He only messes Dude. with children, so I'm cool. <gasps> no, I mean... That's, that's facts. That, that's not facts. That's what they said in the movie, but that's not the complete... No, but I mean... I mean, like... Yeah, in the movie, they, they said like he killed like 27 children. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. I was shocked when they said that. I was like, yo. No, I, I don't know if y'all paid attention. I made this comment on our last pod and the non-spoiler review that this movie is not for children yeah and i don't know if you guys caught how many times they said not children or the children throughout the movie yeah we don't kill children yep yep um i didn't catch i didn't actually count It, it was it was pretty much any any major dialogue had something to do with children Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So I don't know if that's because of the R rating and they put that in there, like kind of like a a callback joke or whatever, because you know R ratings is not for children. I thought maybe it was a a call to to attention to what's happening in our American school systems. Uh, Maybe that because like people need to chill the hell out with all that. It's not necessary. I don't know. Yeah, I, I wasn't as far as like the weasel. Killing 27 children. It makes sense. Because a weasel eats the young of other animals. Other, uh, animals yeah. So it makes sense. But does he need to be eating children? No. They probably should have offed him at the very beginning. Which I, you, know what, you know what's crazy though? I feel like they played uh, Mongo. 
Yes. I'm like sorry? They, they played what? Play. The Mom, orange. The orange. Oh, yeah. Which is the daughter of Mongol. Yeah. And sister to Mongol, the younger. Yep. Mongol, the elder, is the ruler of War World. Mm-hmm. She's He's way tougher. Went... Yeah, by far. Way she... tougher. She can go toe-to-toe with probably, like, Wonder Woman and, and uh, you know what I mean? Like, not, not like, def- win, but, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. She well, definitely went toe to toe with Superman. And... I was gonna say, if you, if you say Wonder Woman, it's because that was a jet, not a helicopter. No. Wow. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Like, uh, I just feel like they got played. I knew for a fact that the detachable kid was gonna die. I knew oh, that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Bro, he died in the most stupid way I've ever seen. Ah, my arms! He bled to death because his detachable arms were were bleeding. Are you kidding? Bro, do you know that for this movie they they gave him a power boost? The way he was actually written was weaker. Um, Where where was the power boost? He literally detached his arms and started slapping people. Uh, Couldn't take their guns, couldn't punch nobody. That was called Arms Fall Off Boy. Okay? That's his actual name. And his what? power was... Say that again? His arms off. Okay? <laughs> and he could use it as a club or throw it. So in the movie, they gave him the ability to do it uh, telepathically. That's not actually part of one of his part of his power set, bro. <laughs> That was a boost. That was a boon. That was the boost. <laughs> yeah, dog. That, when when he popped up on the screen and it was like, "All right, GDK, do it," and he said, "Pop, pop." <laughs> Yo, Kenyon was like, cause I was watching it with my my oldest son. He was like, "Oh, he's an action figure, <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. <clears throat> I knew, I knew your boy, uh, Pete Davidson. Yep. Was I knew he was gonna die. I mistook yeah, him for I, I another he, character. I thought he was gonna get up from that. I don't. Yeah, no. I I thought he was going to have a like. I knew he wasn't going to make it throughout the entire movie, but I definitely thought he was going to have more lines than what he did. I thought he was gonna be in there and be funny. You know what I'm saying? Like comedic, like, like one of the earlier comedic reliefs, and then. Uh, which he, I mean, it kind of was because he was like, oh, is that a werewolf? No, let me out. Oh, no, I don't mess with werewolves. Black Guard, which is an Easter Black egg. Guard was basically a joke character anyways. Yeah, so I thought he was going to tell some jokes. No, no, I'm not <laughs> talking about that type of joke. I'm talking about, like, he was dumb. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I know what you're saying. But I thought he was going to be, it's Pete Davidson. Yeah, like, being be Pete Davidson. Don't get your, you know... Don't let it. Don't let him. That Pete Davidson, because he's he's more one of the more popular comedic actors in yeah. recent years. So I figured they was gonna have him in there and be funny. But um, it wasn't. the person I, I was surprised died so quickly was Savant. Who? Savant. Merle from Walking Dead. Savant. The blonde captain. With that, with the, they killed the bird with the ball. The, oh, the I knew he was gone. I, I, I didn't think he was going to die so soon. Because he was pretty good. His theatrical arrival made it seem like he might be in the other group. Just for a little bit. like, But no. no. Yeah, no. I, I knew he was gone. Knew he was gone. They put too much focus on him in the very beginning. And the fact that he off the bird... Was another reason why I knew he was gone. Yeah, well, everybody who's killed something was innocent a... was killed. Like if First you kill the birds or the children. Yeah. Bravo, bravo! Wonderful performance with killing the bird. I was. It was beautiful. It was... Well, okay. Yeah. So if you guys don't know, as in our listeners, Irv has a fear of birds. It's very rational. 
It's, you know it's those not, are my favorite creatures. Very, very right? rational. Here, here's why. Here's why. Here's why. If a flock of birds come and start pecking at you, there's literally nothing you can do but run. And guess what? The bird is faster. Do, do you know about the sounds that you can use like, to, to cue up and ch- I chase off? I know that. So I love birds. Birds are one of my favorite creatures. I'm actually going to get one in a couple of years. Uh, I, I didn't know that you had a fear. Huh? I will never come into your house. I will put it. It's going to have its own room. You don't have to go. I anywhere. will never come into your house. Are you serious? I love birds. I just found this. Oh, no, I didn't just find this out. I just never paid attention to how fast this man would start moving if a bird even swooped past his face. Oh, my God. <laughs> I never paid Because, you know, living Bro. at going to school where we went to school, it's it's a lot of. In the woods. Yeah. And a bird yeah. flew past him. Oh, my God. He, like, he took off. And I'm like, what? I, I didn't ask questions. I just started running, too. You know what I'm saying? But then when I caught up to him, I'm like, bro, why are we running? He was like, it was a bee. It was a bee. I'm What's allergic no to bees. Bee? Oh, I didn't see God. no bee. He ain't allergic to no bees. <laughs> You're best. Bruh, I, I saw him smack a bee like... Two days later, he just smacked it. Wait a minute, Listen, something bro. ain't right here. In the in the in the Suicide Squad movie, when she has all those birds on her, my skin was crawling. This is a phobia, not a fear, my friend. You're gone. You have no. There's no reasoning. Bro, it's, she was covered with birds. No, I I'm saying I understand now that it's a phobia, not a fear. This not this is not to be conquered anytime soon. Um, bro, like. I'm not gonna lie, I supported the actions of the burning of the birds. You would have got God. shot too. You would have yeah, got that's, that's that's dark. Okay, so the the bird a bird symbolizes freedom, and we know that from our favorite anime, um, one of our favorite animes, by the way. The bird symbolizes freedom. So as soon as he killed the bird, I knew it was over for him. Well, here's why I was surprised. Did y'all know that Savant was gay? These are, um, no, I didn't look him up after he killed a bird, man. I was like, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. And then when, when he was pulling his hair out to drain, I'm like, yep, not looking him up. Don't care. He, oh, uh, he was a bitch, though. He was gay. I and didn't think that was gay hair in the drain. Like I'm going to tell you all that uh, now. DC. Hmm? I feel like that's pretty big for DC. Um, a lot of, that I can readily recognize. I didn't even know. I Savant was one of the only ones I recognized in the beginning. I didn't know that he was... Uh, part of the community, so yeah, uh, like it's, his best uh, friend, poison so. ivy. Oh yeah, Harley Quinn. Right. Um, uh, Harley, no, in the male section, the females, because they they do that for they do that for sex cells for the most part. Yeah. No, there, there's one. Uh, there's there's a there's a main hero that's I can't remember his name though. See, see, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> off, off the head. but still, uh, so um. I forget. I have to look up his name. But the guy who plays Savant is almost always a sexually questionable character. Almost always the most evil, but always almost, almost always the most cowardice or brave. Like everything he plays, if you look him up, like Yondu, uh, he played Merle in Walking Dead. He played. Like, he's always so extreme. I hate the word so at this point. Uh, I knew he was gonna die because he always dies. He always dies. I don't think he's lived. I think he lived through the first Guardians of the Galaxy, and that was it. Oh, Super. Uh, I haven't seen Super. Sorry. Uh, no, the only reason why I know about that is because of uh, Brightburn. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm surprised he lived that because he's almost always died. He's. But I love that guy. Um, which, amazing character. Yeah. Or amazing guy. Actor. So the other person who died within the first five minutes of the film is Jai Courtney, AKA Captain Boomerang, who is a character from the first Suicide Squad. Well, we'll just call that Suicide Squad. And he made it into the Suicide Squad just to die within the first five minutes. Yeah. I thought he was going to make it throughout the movie because, I mean, like, Hardy Quinn, uh, Rick Flag, you know, those two coming back, Jack Courtney coming back. Yo, okay. The f- Aussies about to go 
hammer here. And Captain Boomerang is actually a, a deadly villain. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, he's about to make it. And then when he got hit with the wood, I, it was actually Harley Quinn's fault. Yeah. So they did they did him kind of dirty, but at least he got to go out fighting like he wanted. He was smiling for the most part. He was like, yes. And then he was he like, oh. his boomerang up still. Yeah. Yeah. It was all glowing and stuff. I'm like, oh, man. He got chunks out of his arm. Where the heck did he go? Yeah, mm-hmm. into the helicopter. I just, I don't know. But then we switch over and we have. Immediately. <laughs> the Suicide Squad. The, the, the Suicide Squad. Team two. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your first take of them? I was, when I, when I saw it, it, I'm like, okay, is that King Shark? <laughs> I mean, I knew he was in a movie, but I'm like, uh, I don't know if you guys have watched the the, the Flash, but yeah. their version of the King Shark, I mean, he's 10 feet, 11 feet tall. You know, he looks like a monster shark, and he is way more vicious than this one. Yeah, for sure. So they entered the island. I'm like, okay, cool. He's still got to be a pup or whatever you call a baby shark. I think it's a pop. I think you're right. Oh no. Uh, they so the whole, throughout the whole movie, baby I just don't understand. Baby shark, do do do. Baby shark, do do. I had to do it. I'm sorry. Good. <laughs> I just don't know how I feel about that shark because I I was like, oh no, he's dead. Wait, no, he's not. Oh no, he's dead. Oh wait, no, he's not. Every single time I saw him. And they're like, yeah, he's the strongest. You're going to need him. He's going to be the one to take down the tower or whatever. And I'm like, all right. Well, honestly, if they would have did him better visually, he would have been more convincing. uh, Because, let's be honest, he's supposed to be like seven foot two. You know, 380. Solid. You know, son of a shark god. Mm -hmm. Uh, Manawe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And for real, for real, his mother is a real one. His mom is a real one. I'm sorry, Brad, but I don't know. She gave birth to a shark, and you know their their fins split water, so well, I just can't imagine what it looks like down there. She did that, and she fed her arm to her son because he was hungry. Yeah. Like here you go, son. Bro, I love my kids to death. I don't know if I have it in me. No, no. You said you love the kids to death to their death because you ain't feeding them y'all. Like, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know if I have it in me to just... Yeah, yeah. Uh, could you? So speaking of parenting and mothers, we I don't mean, talk about the polka dot man. The the deer? We got deer out here, man. I go <laughs> hunting. I, I don't need it. I'm hungry. <laughs> num num? No, no, I'm no. not num num. We got deer. There, there's, go eat the neighbor's cat. Be alligator Loki. That. <laughs> nom nom. Hey, when he's like nom nom. <laughs> You're thinking about that right now, now at this time. Oh nom, man. Nom. But um, yeah. Speaking of the polka dot man. Yeah, speaking of mothers and parenting, what's the most powerful of them all at that time? I hmm. definitely felt like he. Was going to have a bigger role. I thought he was going to be the hero. I thought he was actually going to be a real, real hero. <sighs> yeah, but this actor who plays the polka dot man has been in a lot of DC stuff. First and foremost, he's been on the Flash as uh, Abracadabra. He was in uh, the Dark Knight as one of the psychopaths that he that uh, Harvey just yoked up real quick um he i think he made an appearance in gotham as well yeah this guy's he's he's just mr dc that's that's what his name is i don't know his actual name but mr dc so they could use him in the next thing <laughs> yeah bro like he really is he's really mr dc and no i definitely thought he was going to because his powers was able to sever the leg of our big Starro. reveal which is Starro 
I'm like, okay, cool. He about to do something. And then I saw the smash. Like, the really? way, okay, that yeah. way that scene was set up in the distance, I knew it. He's like, I'm an actual hero. I'm like, no, no, bro, don't turn your eyes. At t-. No, I didn't. I knew it was going to happen, but I, I was still I was still taken back by it. Because I'm like, he could just polka dot this man to death. You know what I'm saying? I you thought he kick- like, huh? take off his, his, his uniform and just, ah, you know what I oh, mean? Like, just, no sacrifice. Polka dot, polka dot, polka dot. You know what I mean? Like, nope. throw up. Like throw up the uh the polka dots, you know what I'm saying? the polka dots from his body. Expel the polka dots. I thought he was gonna just be like ah and just save the day, but no, Star had other plans. Uh. Yeah, but can we talk about his his relationship with his mother? Oh my God. That actress when, had no speaking lines, and she was everywhere. Dog, she. <laughs> Why well, I didn't look him up, but just from the origin that they use and. The, the Suicide Squad in this movie that we're talking about. Um, she is one fucked up individual to be doing experiments on her children. Yeah. Yeah. Given this man interdimensional powers that if he doesn't virus. expel, yeah, an interdimensional virus that if he does not use his powers twice a day, they will eat him alive. Yeah. I knew something crazy. I thought he was going to save the day. I'll tell you when he, I thought he was going to save the day. When they was in the jail cell and they was moving the power dampener mm-hmm. off his neck. Baker was like, what's he do? Throw polka dots at, at, at people? And he's mm-hmm. like, he really throws polka dots at people? I knew right there, I was like, yeah, he about to do something crazy. With power. He about to do something crazy. <laughs> they got him playing around like he a, like he a, mm-hmm. a, a hype. A lackey. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I definitely uh, didn't see his death coming that way. It was um, just felt wrong. I, I can't even say this guy's real name. The guy who played uh, Polka Dot Man in the Suicide Squad is David. Uh, I cannot pronounce his last name. Hold on, I have it it's up too. Like David Das Malchain. 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 Uh, I butchered that. I'm sorry. Whoa, I've definitely seen this man several times. Yeah, yeah, he's in Avengers too, it looks like. The real hero was uh, Ratcatcher 2. Yo, all right, so I'm going to be honest. I, I have not been sleeping well for a couple of days. Long story, lost stress, blah, blah, blah. But guess who was there last night in my dream? Ratcatcher 2. <laughs> I was just helping. I was not a hero. I was just helping. Or, what, so what you was helping? No, I said <laughs> pretty much. Milton. Pretty much, I was just helping. Damn, they did my nigga Milton dirty. Hey man, I was so upset about Milton. They said he said Pumpkin Dot Man said Milton's dead. Plus four said what? <laughs> Milton was with us. They did my man's dirty. Like he wasn't just driving. Like he was the he was the whole he was reason I was there. He was Bro, literally right. When they was going into the building, I saw Milton running with them. I'm like, why is Milton going with them? Bro, I, I thought the same thing. Like, what are you going to do in this situation? Yo, he helped. He planted, he planted those bombs. He um. Bro, he dropped the bombs and got killed. Yo, this he didn't like. He got. And polka dot man dropped the bombs. Because he, he got shot. Sticks. <laughs> he said fizzle sticks. Bro, I'm. Oh my god. Man, I went and I saw him walking in. I'm like, why? Hold on. What? <laughs> why is Milton there? <laughs> it, like, really and like you question. said, like I was watching the movie with my guys and my brothers here because we all watched it together yesterday, and my younger son, who was here. He was watching it as well, because, I mean, he's a little bit older. He's able to understand. He reads comic books, all that stuff, neither here nor there. But he looks at me and was like, who's Milton? And then they do that joke. I'm like, are you, like, what is happening? Yeah. Was it me, or did you think that something happened with the universe, like his virus, like erased him from time or something? I'm like, bro, like the, the, the driver of the van. Like, oh, I didn't see him. He's like right there. <laughs> and then Harley Quinn does that joke. Oh, who's Milton? 
I remember the Milton. How about at the end when she's like, you're Milton, right? Oh, man. Bruh. I'm like, I was like, yo, that's disrespectful. Bro, what did you think about those little jelly things? That's the problem. I thought they were going to be a superpower of Nanawe. Yeah, I thought they were going to be a superpower. I thought he was going to control the fish. And these little fucking piranhas, excuse my language, these damn piranhas out of nowhere just were just eating everything. No, tearing I, him apart. I knew when I saw those little jelly things that I've seen them somewhere before, but I just cannot remember where. I still can't find any information <laughs> on those little jelly things, but I know I've seen them before. Was it Teen Titans? Because, uh. No, no, no. Nah, nah, but I know I've seen those little jellies somewhere, man. It was like way crazy. So, what did you think about Peacemaker? John Seat, man. I was irritated with him the moment he started talking. I was like, are you joking? Uh, well, you know, Peacemaker is one of those characters who was from a different comic book universe world. Yeah, he was, he was a part of, I can't remember the comic book's name. But anyway, Dark Horse, when, maybe? Once, I don't know. No, no. Um, once the company of comic book went under, DC purchased all the characters. Yeah. So that was like uh, the Atom, Peacemaker, Blue Beetle. Yeah, um, yeah. I can't remember the other ones, but that's neither here nor there. You know what's crazy about this? About Peacemaker getting beat up and thrown in jail and everything? This dude's mentally ill. They actually say it in we his saw. profile. Yep, He's we saw. Ill. And <laughs> don't you think that's borderline abuse of the mentally ill? It is. He was one of the only ones who just had an open cell. He was there, ready and waiting. I don't know. I mean, but obviously she knew how to play him like a fiddle. No, uh, I mean, that was easy. Do... It's it's to keep the peace. Come <laughs> well, on, let's go. Well, exactly. Bloodsports little joke. Are you having a laugh? Are you having a laugh for me? He does the same thing I do. Yeah, I do it for better. Like, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought it was funny. Okay, so John Cena, obviously, um, he's he's been more so of a, what, big bad guy actor, right? And he's kind of embracing that comedy side, which he's kind of doing that dry quip humor, which is cool. I like it. Um, but the whitey tighties part. Yeah. That, that's racist. No, it's not. <laughs> Shut up. I'm like, what the heck? Why is this man in? And then I thought about it. Okay, so every Boy Scout character that from that time, like from when he was originally created, yeah, would be. And so I was like, okay, that's 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 funny. I said, but why is this man in his drawers in the middle of the woods? That's the back, the the beach full of dicks. The yep, beach bro. full of dicks. My God. Bruh, he if said... To, if it was to keep the peace and for justice and liberty, I would eat a beach full of dicks right now. Every last one of them. No problemo. <laughs> and Bloodsport was like, yo, uh, I think you're using peace, justice, and liberty as an excuse just to eat, do whatever you want. If someone told me to eat a, a beach full of dicks, I'm blowing his brains out. <laughs> Bruh, listen. Remember when they, they pulled up on Rick Flag and they killed the whole village? Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Oh right. my and they God. said, <laughs> why didn't my people announce you? <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't see anybody. We didn't see nobody. They, no, they was gone. They we were gone before we got here. Crap, I, I killed them all with my polka dots. Like, I'm like, yo, what the? Bro. No, this is, okay, so obviously this movie has a lot of good um, moments, a lot of very funny moments. But yeah. what did you guys think about the the gore in this movie? The first 18 minutes, you almost lost me. There was too much gore in my opinion. I was like, I can't even focus on what's happening because I'm just like, that looks too good. That's a lot of uh, a lot of blood, a lot of death. I'm like, ah, okay. It's Suicide Squad, not Homicide Squad. And even still, like, <laughs> I, I, sorry, that was a terrible joke. What's supposed to? I'm just. I was shooketh. I was in shock. I could not believe the amount of gore just within the first 18 minutes. And how do I know it was 18 minutes and six seconds? Because I paused it because I couldn't take any more for just a moment. I had to pause. <laughs> no, nah, I, 
once I saw uh, Peach Davis and his character get his face blown in word, yep. I was like, oh, oh, that was unexpected because he, I thought he was like making it like being like, oh yeah, he's he's being funny. He's about to get all those guys to pay attention to him while these guys sneak around. He's yeah. being a distraction. He's like, nah, hey guys, I'm the one that called you. Remember me? Yeah, it's me. Sell out. I I called you guys. Yeah, yeah. And then pow. Oh. Oh. Where did his face go? <laughs> Everywhere. Can we stop and just look at how far movies have come? When we was kids, that would have never been shown like that. No. 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 It would have been a <laughs> shot of his shoulders down. And like a blurred out version of his head in the background, and then him dropping to the ground. That's it. Yeah, but I, I, the, I thought the gore was because when I was, I was talking to some people at work, shout out to those gentlemen, and it was like, oh, this movie's gonna be super gory, it's crazy, and I'm like, all right, I want to see for myself, and and it, it it was it was gory, but I thought it had a good balance. To so later other, on, yeah, yeah. I also want to say I think it was necessary to prove how real the explosions in the neck were. Like this is not a joke; you will be killed. Because the other one, it was like ah, they may not die unless they do something real, real stupid. This time, nah, you could die any second. Any character could die. Like when they took out Rick Flag at the very end, I was like, you're you're joking. He has three generations to live through. Like that's there's no way. Yeah, and I thought. I thought he definitely was going to make it to the end of the movie because it is Rick Flagg. But then I remember Rick Flagg Jr. And we was, uh, I think it was us three talking and we was like, wait, where is his girlfriend from yeah. the first movie who was the Enchantress? She's not in here. So that could be where that's, that's going. Yeah. Because uh, in the comic books, Rick Flag Jr. is the son of obviously Rick Flag, and Rick Flag just passed away. And in, in this movie, he looked a lot older. Oh yeah, it's because he was trying to get whole. I don't know if y'all read the articles. He was getting big for the movie, and then John Cena showed up, and it didn't even matter. Yeah, John Cena. Um, but <laughs> hero or protagonist anti-hero that survived the movie. Mm-hmm. Let's give it up for uh, Bloodsport. Yeah. They can't kill Idris. Idris can do anything. <laughs> Bro, for real, for a blood, he did Bloodsport beautifully. Yeah. Beautifully. Yes, he did. And you know what? Not just his physical acting. Like, obviously, half those guns were, like, CG, and he had to pick, like, a small thing up. But it was... I looked. I was looking for some mess up. Not a damn thing. He's... Bro, you, you know that's part of his, his repertoire. Yeah. Like, that's Bloodsport's thing. He has a device that tra- teleports weaponry. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, Idris Alba's... It was perfect. It was spot on. Yeah, bro. Justice. Bro, listen. From like, the costume design... Uh, But did y'all get those Killmonger vibes from the, the costume design? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, uh, I wish they would have went more with the, the traditional Bloodsport... You talking about the black beater? <laughs> yeah, with the, the uh, with the bandana. With the Ninja Turtle bandana, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, that would been dope. Oh my god, get out of here. That would been dope, bro. Uh, <laughs> really well done. Give it up for uh, John, the the white dude. <laughs> oh, at the end. The tech. No, the yeah. tech. Him and the team that smacked the hell out of uh, Waller. <laughs> yeah, bruh. Okay, so when he popped up on screen, I, I'm sorry, I gotta say it. I gotta say it, Earth. <laughs> when I originally saw this dude, I couldn't help but think about Ben. <laughs> who, who was at your house. Ironically, that's a, he was, yo, he, just, house back. he was watching it. Yeah, and I'm like, yo. Because uh, obviously I started it before Hugh, but we all ended up watching it together. Yeah. And I, I turned to Irv, and I'm like, because we was on, we was on a video call. That's I why you're laughing. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> yo, I was like, Ben, 
And he was like, oh, it does. And then he did. <laughs> but I, I couldn't help. I'm like, oh, wow. that. And then Hugh jumps on and he was like, hey, Ben's here. <laughs> oh, God. So, Ben, uh, just... listen, we was thinking about your brother. <laughs> oh, Man, but, uh, yeah, uh, oh. Amanda Waller definitely stepped her game up. She showed her true colors. Like, wait, so, yeah. I feel like she's the perfect woman to play Amanda Waller. She's a great villain. There's yeah. nobody else that can play Amanda Waller in my mind. Maybe Oprah. Maybe. I was Not actually Oprah, Oprah bro. on the same page. Because yep. yeah. she just... Viola like, Davis bodied that character, but my first choice for Amanda Waller, you know, she was actually slated to play, well, it was rumored to play Amanda Waller, was Oprah. Yo, I think Oprah would have won by her scream. Have y'all seen Oprah yell? Yeah. When she yells, the whole room shakes. Like, it looks like she's shaking, and then she stops, and the whole room starts shaking. I Bro, promise I you, it's good. Color purple multiple times. Uh, well, <laughs> Oprah, Oprah could have did it, and she, I think she would have did a smash, a, a, a great oh, no. job at it. Like yeah, she, but now that we've seen Viola Davis, I can't. Oh, I mean, Oprah will still be. It. No, you can't. You can't. And like Viola Davis is an amazing actress. Period. Yeah. Point blank. Like, yeah. if uh, there was a movie about my life, she would play my mom. <laughs> uh, yeah. That says a I lot. Can see that. And I definitely see that. I like the respect and admiration I have for her is just on a whole different level. But if there was another person to ever play Amanda Waller, whether that be live action in a different universe movie, whatever, it would be Oprah Winfrey. All right. We talked about the villains, we talked about the heroes, well, anti-heroes. Let's talk about the kaiju. Starro. So, I'm actually upset they killed off Starro. I thought Starro was supposed to escape. The reason being, as you probably both agree, is I have seen Starro take over the Justice League before. <sighs> I knew I recognized Y'all remember that? Yep. I distinctly remember Wonder Woman because I was like, that's weird. Q. Isn't she a god? What's your uh, what's your look for? Cause they ain't do. You know what? That's my biggest problem with the damn movie. Starro. That that yes, Starro is. They they got the 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 backstory correct, right? Yeah. But to call him a kaiju, oh, he is a spaced starfish, and the the test that they were running on, like they didn't. This had a it's part in the movie where uh, Rick Flag and Ratcatcher two and the Thinker, which he didn't have a payoff oh, in the sorry, movie either way. If you've seen Flag. the Thinker on the Flash, this is not him. Yeah, he's just this is this is not the Thinker from the Flash. He's not thinking ahead. None of that. He's not the villain we thought he was going to be. But when we when we enter the uh, what's gonna call it. The, the basement where they keep Starro, mm-hmm. Jotunheim, which I don't know why they call it Jotunheim, but... Oh, I can answer that in a little bit, but... When they entered the Jotunheim and all of those people were captured and under Starro's control, Starro telepathically says to them, yo, help me. He's been running experiments on us. And I thought, at first, I thought it was, like, the collective consciousness of the people who was but it was Starro and it didn't have any payoff after that yeah they didn't go further into that like is Starro actually in trouble like is the thinker really the villain but no it was Starro so it was like I I had a big issue with that but Starro is normally a villain for the Justice League and he has went toe to toe with them on multiple occasions yeah, and he does use his mind control powers, but you can, in the animated series, they was able to tear the starfishes off. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah, yeah. And this something like that in, in, <laughs> at that time on a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, but in this one, it actually starts to form to your face. Yeah, the longer it stays on, and you saw them try to surgically remove the starfish from. One of the cadavers that was in there. Yeah, 
it can't get through a mask? No. That makes no nope. sense. To me. It okay, so that is like a like a leech or a tick. To be fair, like it's because it's it's not as powerful. It's it dies within a couple minutes if it doesn't attach itself. So it's like using all its strength to get through. What about King Shark? Just they're just falling off King Shark. Yeah, because they die after a while. So he just smacks them away. No, I'm saying, like, like his face wasn't covered really. Oh, they weren't. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't he get was, him. Wasn't able to cover his face. All right, so before we get too far, I do want to explain the Jotunheim thing. Um, so in a couple of translations, and for the most part, it just means giants, home of the giants in the Norse mythology and realm. And so they named it that because it's Holden, giant star you, star Wow. Star-o. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> that thing looked like... No, but I, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, damn thing is huge. It was scary. Trying to master, can't catch them all. Relax. Um, yeah, but you know, I don't know where else this movie could have went because jumping into a giant eye at the end <laughs> of the movie was absolutely oh. disgusting. And then seeing all these rats swimming and they so, know they didn't come back out. I want to talk about Harley in this movie for a little bit. First of all, her being a queen was close and I, I want to talk about how it was differently portrayed i want to talk about the male gaze a little bit i'm talking about how it was changed and they must have brought somebody in because the way they treated her and romanticized her was very different from what we normally get first of all she was fully clothed in a dress and treated like royalty this man came up like freaking fabio and was trying to bring her into his universe he was like yo, he walked out of the bath like you know those dark villains like oh this is just me, my normal wear. I'm showing you my most vulnerable because I want you to join me. Ugh, vulnerable. Ugh. And then he takes her on dates. He shows her things that looks like out of a romance novel or a really good movie or something from what isn't normally the male perspective of like, yeah, I want to provide for you. But usually when we think about it, we think about like money and house and kids. He was offering that, but he was also offering like quality time, power. And he's mm-hmm. like, they only recognize me as a president, El Presidente, because they're old-fashioned, if I have someone beside me. And there's no one to lead with me, like he says, like you. And he's like, I've I've seen from afar, and I want to offer this to you. I've approached you. He's not, he's not saying, this is what you're going to do, this is what you're going to become. He does all that and then offers it to her, which is a very different perspective. Villain or hero from the male gaze to someone else who's thinking outside the perspective, which I thought was interesting. And they even, even their, uh, their relations, their, uh, the quick scene of yeah. marital affairs, uh, that was not done in a way that was, uh, pornographic or adult. Yeah. It was more romanticized and it was like a, whoa, okay. And even the shots they were taking, it was done so well. I was like, wow, uh, respect for them for treating Harley the way she needs to be treated. She's one of the best villains. Uh, and, and also to the <laughs> yeah, actress. Yes. Well, one of the best villainesses, yeah. She's no, We love her. Shot him to the chest like... Oh, yeah, because he said he was killing kids. She was like so close, but red flag. <laughs> and then, yeah, so she defended herself immediately. They didn't let her become a victim at all. She was on top of everything. From the bottom to the top, every time, even though she was tortured, she was letting it happen because she'd taken more damage than that. Like I, I, I loved the way that she was portrayed in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think another important point to talk about is Bloodsport and his his daughter's relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! But can you help me though? <laughs> Isn't that basically what happened? Yes, it was. You, you, you're still my dad, and I, I know that you can do this, even though I hate you right now. I'm a teenager and I'm angsty, but and you're a bastard. Her at the end, respect her father for doing something different, something outside of what she expected. And um, sorry, he's having a little technical difficulties, but I'm sure he would have something to say because, as um, as the only non-father here. I don't have much to speak on that, except that I admired that because there's something about having love for your children and respecting them, but also getting it back. Okay. Um, I got a question, though. Cool. Is Harley Quinn more deadly than Mr. J? Yes. No. Yes. Are you kidding me? Oh, did this spark something? 
are you <clears throat> Harley Quinn is the choice of psychosis. Um Joker is the product of it. Like he he's just he is chaos. He exists in chaos. He causes trouble. She chooses. So she is more deadly. I think the choice to kill is more deadly than just killing. Um I'm trying to think of another example. Like Look, allergy season is a, a fucker. Monster. <laughs> so I have a question. Is what Harley dived into water or cerebral fluid? I, <laughs> I thought didn't she was going to... I didn't understand that scene. I thought she was going to stab him in the eye with the, with the, the lance, the um, spear. Yeah. Javelin. Javelin, thank that, you. Then she just dove in. I'm like, what? I think she was surprised, too. Like, well, this is where I die. And then oh, Starro is really defeated by rats. Yeah. Like, rats? Okay, so you, Mr. I-have-a-bird-phobia, if a thousand rats swarmed your body and started biting you, it's the same as the birds. It's deadly. Uh, yes. A million. Harley Quinn is not as dangerous as the Joker. Uh, please tell us why you're wrong. Um, first of all, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Hardy Quinn can be swayed very easily. By who and how? By any and everyone. As we saw throughout history in the comic books, she has been bad and good and back to bad and back to good. Those are all her choices. Yes, also with means to an end. The Joker, on the other hand, is not only a master with a crowbar, <clears throat> he's a weapon specialist. First off, first off, he's not a weapon specialist. He's an arms he, specialist. Arms specialist. First off, guns, weapons, explosives, swords, crowbars. Ab in there about the crowbar. <laughs> Dog, I don't know what it is about the Joker and the crowbar, but if you give him a crowbar, he will defeat Superman. <laughs> he is li- Batman is one of the most dangerous villain. I mean, de- well, villain, yeah, still to me a villain. <laughs> one of the dangerous heroes in the DC universe. Period. The Joker has whooped his ass with a crowbar on multiple occasions. That is not he weapons. Is that is a basically, single weapon. He is basically a metahuman Batman. His weakness: crowbars. <laughs> oh, God, get the hell out of here. Hey, speaking I, of speaking of that villain remark, I definitely caught the vibe of your quote, Q. Mm-hmm. Uh with this movie. Uh you see how Star was like, I I was so nice and peaceful drifting among the stars. I was so happy. Mm-hmm. Um every hero is a villain to someone. Yes. So That's- I just wanted to shout that out to you because uh that definitely was a vibe I caught from it. Um, I definitely need y'all to watch Samurai Flamenco. It is quite literally all about that quote, but you won't know that till the end because even though I'm telling you this, you'll be like, "All right, whatever." It, it's it explains that in a in a very fun and exciting way. It's an anime, um, but I agree that every every hero is a villain to someone else. So we'll, we'll mm, that's a whole other podcast. Well. As much as I would love to continue on this conversation with you gentlemen, which we very well could go for two or three hours for this movie because it is oh, two okay. hours and 15, what, uh, 15, yeah, two hours and some change. Gentlemen, we must be signing off here soon. Hugh, go ahead. All right. Make sure our contest is coming near an end. Uh, not just follow, like, subscribe, and comment so you can participate in the conversation, but if you could put the hashtag stay dope on our Facebook group, The Dope Nerds Podcast Official. Uh, maybe on our Twitter at nerds underscore dope. And I think we have a couple more. Uh, but definitely reach out to us. We want to get you into that competition. Or sorry, that sweepstakes. It does end August 15th. That's when we will stop taking names down to put into our random selector. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. We are truly humbled for the progress we have made. And without you... We are nothing, so much love. And again, as my brother said, you can follow us on our Facebook page, The Dope Nerds Podcast Official. Also on Twitter, 
to continue this conversation. If you saw something that maybe we missed, share it with us. Feel free to share it with us. If you have Ooh, thoughts and opinions on on the podcast, feel free to share them with us there. Also, we would like to send a shout out to uh, Lake Cherie's Coffee um, for supporting us. Uh, we will get you the links in the description. Also to my brother J-Boy Beats, who has produced the intro music and outro music. Shout out to him. Uh, follow him on his Instagram page, which is down below. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, stay dope. J-Boy on the back. Hey, you that music. Yeah!